Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. And I'm James. And welcome to the first episode ever of Cooking with Beer. Yay! And because we're Mayhem, the first actual thing is going to be cooking with whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I thought you'd said cooking with alcohol. So <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> we, we've talked about cooking with beer several times, and we both have cooked with beer a lot. Yeah. Uh, but, but I have used whiskey a few times, and I thought, oh, I, I have this thing, and I'm going to try it, and I'm going to put whiskey in it. It's really kick-ass, and, and it was. And so screw it. Episode one will be a few beer things, but cooking with whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. So there's this thing, and the first time I had this thing was from Homie Q's, a barbecue restaurant in Terre Haute, Indiana, where I, I went to school for a bit. Mm-hmm. Roommates with our buddy Sam I've talked about, we've talked about, and Patrick, who we may have talked about, I'm not entirely sure. His name's come up once or twice. Uh, I thought so, but I couldn't remember. So the Homie Q's is a barbecue joint. And of course, the best barbecue joints are locally family-owned things where they have their family recipe that just kick ass. Yeah. This place opened while I was in school there at Indiana State University. And I went up, and I'm talking to other great people. Uh, They're still there. Uh, I've not been for a while since I moved out of the area, but uh, last time I was around, I made a point to drive by even at a time I knew they weren't open and look like they're still there. Cool. So I get some barbecue, some pulled pork, pulled pork sandwich, and sweet potato fries. Ooh. Oh, I know, right? Were they, um, how were they cut? Just Uh, like regular fries? Yeah, just regular fries. Not not steak fries or curly fried, nothing, just kind of pretty much regular fries. Okay. And and before any... Before anybody yells at us, we do know the difference between sweet potatoes and yams. And these are technically yams because they're orange, not sweet potatoes, which are white, but sweet. But everybody calls them sweet potatoes anyway. Yes. So, got sweet potato fries that were made out of yams. (laughs) (laughs) And they said, hey, you want some dessert? We have a, a homemade sugar cream pie. And even though I'm from Indiana... And this is an Indiana thing that we'll talk about in a second because of context. Yes. Woo! I, of course, said yes, and I took it home and ate all of it, and then I had the sugar cream pie, and my fucking gods, it was fantastic. (laughs) Woo! I'll talk more about that, but first, since I said context, I'm going to take a drink of my Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop IPA because it's still before Christmas as we record this, and this is their seasonal hoppy ass pale ale Christmassy brew. Ah, uh, I'm I'm gonna take a I'm I'm gonna, I got old Fezziwig. Oh, you finally yes. Yeah, because it's close to Christmas. Oh, fantastic! That's my favorite. It's good stuff. Boys, boys, push the tables out. Get ready to dance. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> so, sugar cream pie. How much do you know of the history of sugar cream pie? Not much. What I, I actually, I think the first time I really heard about it was was recently, <laughs> within the last, like within the last three or four years. Um, I was I was online. I was uh, the MSN webpage or whatever, and you know they always have the news things or articles from different websites the um anyway it was it was it was a food from from every state 
you know, that kind of define food from that state. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll, I'll look through and see what they've got for Indiana. Expecting to see pork tenderloin sandwich <laughs> because, because pork's hit pork tenderloin sandwich is from Indiana, not Iowa. Fuckers. That's right, you bastards. <laughs> um, but no, they had, they had Hoosier cream pie. And I went, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even heard of this. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It is almost our state pie. It went through Congress as sort of a, uh, not an official, but just sort of a, hey, this is awesome. Let's do this bipartisan sort of thing. Yeah. And say it's our national thing. So it never actually went through the governor's office to be made totally official. But it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's the semi-official state pie of Indiana. <laughs> but yeah, I never had it until I was... 23 24 no no i'm gonna i think even like 28 29 and i just lucked out by finding it at a barbecue joint or i would have seen it the same way you did (laughs) (laughs) my aunt mary makes all of our pies for family things yeah and uh my grandmother's polish where aunt mary learned things so you know we, we didn't do sugar cream we did apple and cherry and pumpkin and and the basics yeah, that's that's what we always did. And, and I'm sad because I've had several different ones. <laughs> Sugar cream is good. <laughs> I think because it's not just Indiana. I mean, you can get it at other, other places. I'm like, wow, how did we miss that? You know, <laughs> I, I know. We even grew up in the boondocks in Park County. <laughs> yeah. You'd think somebody would have, oh. <laughs> oh we've, we, we, what was it? Um, Oh, covered bridge festival. Somebody always it was like persimmon butter or something, like apple butter, but who was persimmon butter? Oh yeah. So <laughs> evidently all little festivals and areas have their special things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but none of them have future cream pie. <laughs> I haven't had that. And it could be because it is a so if you look this up, you'll look it up and you'll see that it's either a recipe from the Amish or the Quakers. No, yeah. sorry, sorry, not Quakers. Shakers. The Shakers. Oh. You know the that that yeah, that's Quakers the, Shakers, tomato tomato, <laughs> two twenty <220, laughs> two twenty two whatever it takes. <laughs> uh, of, course, of course, the difference is the Shakers are almost extinct because you can't have children, you have to be celibate, and you have to adopt or somebody has to want to join you, and that is exactly why there aren't many Shakers anymore. Wow. Hey, come join us. We're celibate. No. <laughs> I, sometimes I'm celibate because I have to be, not because I want to be. <laughs> Sorry, Bob, that's going to be a hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, oh, so uh, to, to try to stay on target, yeah. um, the Shakers did have a congregation down on the southwestern part, down in Evansville, but it, it didn't last super long. But they're are several places on the eastern side of Indiana, uh, Newcastle area, uh, Richmond area, and places that did. So maybe, and, and that's where uh, Wicks Pie Factory is, when they do like uh, four-fifths of the sugar cream pies through the United States by delivering to like 30-some states or something. It's, it's oh, wow. kind of big. I've never had theirs, uh, but I've heard they're good from online reviews. Was all on the east side, and of course we grew up on the west side of the yep. state, and maybe that was far enough. Could, could be. Yeah, could be. Although we did have, 
we didn't really interact with them a whole lot. I'll say there were some Amish in the area. There were, and here, that, that's perfect. Thank you. Yeah. That's my next point. Fuck the Amish. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> and I can say that for a couple reasons. One is they're not listening to this because, <laughs> because. <laughs> Unless it's the electric Amish. No, wait, then we'd be listening to them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> give me three pigs. Give me three pigs, mister. No, sorry. <laughs> we, we can uh, talk about them more, or we can let people Google them. I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but the first actual written extant recipe for sugar cream pie comes before the Amish got to Indiana, but just after the Shakers did. Yeah. Oh. Give it to the shakers. shakers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. And uh, a sugar cream pie is a type of desperation pie, which is simply a pie that you bake when you really don't have fruit for a sweet pie or even meat for a savory pie, but you can still make it. Uh, I mean, yeah. pretty much, yeah, sugar cream pie is heavy cream and ha well, like the recipe I use is heavy cream and half and half mostly. Mm -hmm. uh, but a bit of sugar and flour in there and a pie crust and a couple other things we'll get to. And, and that's it. So, you know, it, it makes a nice pie, but it's not the usual thing that you would have desperation because that's all you have either at the, before the harvest season comes around or because the harvest fucked over or whatever it may be. Yeah. It's kind of like a wish sandwich. I wish I had something in my sandwich. <laughs> yeah, 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 you remember Blues Brothers? <laughs> a wish sandwich. Just when you got two slices of bread and you wish you had some meat. <laughs> my my dad had one. Yeah, when I was a kid, we'd have jam sandwiches. We'd take two pieces of bread and jam them together. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> it wasn't a desperation. It was just something to do. <laughs> Okay, um, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, well, yeah, I, I don't want to get started on the ricochet biscuit. Well, now I got to hear about the ricochet biscuit. <laughs> what, the ricochet biscuit? That's what you, or, or rubber biscuit, depending on uh, which which way you, you put it. It's, you, you throw it against the wall and hope it bounces back, because if it don't, you go hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I, su I suppose that begs the question of why the fuck are you throwing it at the wall? <laughs> I I don't know, man. It's just the song, <laughs> and 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 I only know it from the Blues Brothers. I I don't uh, I don't know who actually recorded it first. I'm gonna have to it. look. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's it's on it's on their album Briefcase Full of Blues. I actually forgot about that, but yeah, yeah. I know I've played that for you. <laughs> yeah, but I do know biscuits is a term the blues genre uses. Like, hey, we got a hot biscuit, meaning a, a kick-ass song. So, huh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's called, the song's Rubber Biscuit, but in, and I think it was Ackroyd, it may have been Belushi, but I think it was Ackroyd that was singing it, and he's, when when he did the line, he said Ricochet Biscuit, so. <laughs> um, I was assuming Ricochet and Rubber were the same biscuits. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so, so to get back on target uh, as much as we can. Yeah. Uh, desperation pies aren't unique to Indiana or the Shakers or anything. No. For example, 
I, I wanted to see if anybody had made a whiskey infused sugar cream pie before I did because I had the idea on my own, but then I'm thinking, you know, fuck, probably no other people have done it. Yeah. But I did find one, and so it's all over the country, but the Midwest and Southern states mostly, because we are, of course, the poorest of states, historically. Yeah, lots of rural population. and Yeah, I did find, oh, I just dropped his name. Sorry, I actually have like a four-page note thing for this, and I don't have it with me as we record, but I do remember most of it. Okay. Uh, the... Uh, Jefferson Davis, the Confederate States yeah. president. Yeah. There's actually a Jefferson Davis pie that is not quite like a sugar cream pie. The recipe is a little different, uh, even without the whiskey, but it also includes whiskey. So, yeah, I'm not the first person to think of this, but I may be the first person to have done this whiskey-infused sugar cream pie. <laughs> yeah, cool. But uh, the, uh, Jefferson Davis is a whiskey... Uh, ingredient in a desperation style pie. Okay. So I want to throw that out there. But it's very easy. Go online, look for pretty much any sugar cream pie recipe you want. And uh, they're, they're all very similar. And they actually, some of them are called uh, finger pies because halfway through cooking, you'd stick your finger in and, and kind of jiggle it about to make sure it sets and stuff. And and you don't have to anymore with modern ingredients and recipes. And, and ovens. And, and ovens. And you don't want to burn your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I used two. And I'm going to just say the first one because it's neat. The Durban Hotel is out of Rushville, Indiana, which is only about <laughs> from where I currently live. Hmm. It closed down a long, long, long time ago. But somebody saved the recipe because it's supposed to be very, very, very famous. Cool. Yeah. Look for Durban Hotel. And they're even like special things. Like the, the people who stayed at this hotel were very famous back in the day. Actors, presidents. Nice. Very cool. The re recipe I actually use is from uh, Saver.com. Uh, they, they spell it a bit weird. I don't have it in front of me. It's like S A V. E-U-R dot C-O-M or something like that. Uh, yeah, so if you if you simply Google Hoosier sugar cream pie recipe, it, it will come up and you'll you'll find the one I used. You know what I just realized? What's that? We haven't described what Hoosier is. <gasps> we have not. Oh gracious my. You know what? Nobody what? agrees on the definition. That's very true. <laughs> My my favorite is the whose ear is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Google Hoosier. <laughs> it, it is of course a term for somebody from Indiana. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my my favorite. Yeah, Google it and you'll see like a half a dozen at least different mm -hmm. possible etymologies. My favorite is there's a bar fight and somebody got their ear cut off and is picked up and somebody goes whose ear is this and then, you know it turned into Hoosier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, if you go to Savior, Saver, Saviar, whatever. Wait, why, do, why does that strike me as being a French spelling? <laughs> it certainly looks French. Did slip me the tongue as I read the recipe. Yeah. So if you look up that recipe, I made a couple of changes. 
One is the crust. I actually do have my grandmother's pie crust recipe, which is really, really good. Wife loves it. People at work love it. Old school pie recipe. But I think, I think, I think of myself, I was, I was thinking to myself, Seamus, what can we do to mix this up? Well, I don't know, James. <laughs> but I, then I, as I was going through the place with the foods and the, th- the grocery store, Because <laughs> yeah, I was going getting some things for the week and stuff, and uh, got you know, then I saw the the half and half, and I'm like, oh yeah, I want to make a sugar cream pie, and this time use whiskey. So I got other things. I'm going down the cooking aisle, and I notice that you can buy just a pie crust with uh, nut made out of nuts, hmm. uh, like pecan or walnut or or what's not. Interesting. And I've I've gotten these pie crusts through the baking aisle before with shortbread. Yeah, nice. They're they're rare, so pick them where you can. <laughs> goes great with strawberry pie. But I'm looking, and I thought, well, walnut would taste great with Hoosier sugar cream pie mm-hmm. and a bit of whiskey. Yeah. So that was my big change. Was I used a walnut pre-made walnut pie crust? What brand was that? I want to say Nabisco. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I I don't remember. But I I think something like that, like a a, a fairly basic normal. Like, uh, even people from around the United States, at least, would recognize the name. Okay. Uh, no no idea about our our other country listeners what they may find. Yeah. So yep, that was one change. And other than that, I'd mention the sugar, a lot of sugar, flour, bit of flour. A lot of half and half and a lot of heavy cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, the only other thing that goes in it typically is a wee bit of vanilla extract, like a teaspoon. Okay. And a little nutmeg on top. But I added two teaspoons of whiskey. And I've actually done this twice now this way. I used uh, Jameson Irish whiskey mm-hmm. with uh, the, the stout aged one. Uh, which was fantastic, but I also used a uh, bourbon made locally out of Indianapolis from 1205 Distillery. Nice. I can't remember the name of it because, again, my notes aren't here, but I, I do know it's 1205. Uh, but that's it. I, I added a bit of whiskey in there, and what this whiskey does is it gives us a slight smoky – you don't even get a lot of the bourbon, like almost nothing, because it's mm-hmm. not a lot. You could add – I think you could double it and put in four teaspoons per teaspoon of vanilla, and mm-hmm. you'd be fine. Much more than that, I think it'll get shaky. Uh, but, well, but, it was, you know, created by the shakers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you glorious bastard. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Thank you very little. Uh, oh my, you know what's funny? That reminds me of one of my notes that I don't have in front of me. <laughs> the shakers at one time could drink and do whatever, but then after a while they realized they didn't want people drinking, so they did pass some sort of uh, commandment tea thing and, and and changed what they're allowed to do. So they became not only you can you fuck, but you also can't drink. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's it. It's fantastic. Kicked ass. Thought it was great. Whiskey infused. Who's your sugar cream pie? with a walnut pie crust. 
Nice. That does actually sound like they'd go good together, the walnut and the whiskey. It, it did. Yeah, that's why I got the walnut. A pecan probably be fine too, but the, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I imagine shortbread would probably work too, but. They didn't have that. I was actually, that's what I was looking for when I noticed the others, and they didn't have ah. the shortbread. I thought the shortbread would be perfect. Yeah. Well, but, like, because when I think shortbread, I think Scottish. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. Scotland whiskey, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I do actually think the walnut would be better, though, because the sugar cream pie filling with pretty much flour, sugar, half and half and cream is a very mm -hmm. light, fluffy thing. And the walnut gave it a little darker, deeper depth. <laughs> Mr. President, in the dictionary, where it says C redundant, it says C redundant. Yeah. And you got me on that one. <laughs> there, there was a Robin Williams joke in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I fucked it up, so thank you for recovering. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah, recreation, not procreation. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is is quite good. But yeah, I think the shortbread would be good. But I'm glad I did the walnut. Okay. I had no nice. choice, but but it was good. Nice. I, I have questions for you, but do you have any follow up questions for me? Um, no. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm going to ask Jody a couple questions in. Yay! And this comes from and then and, and Jody may answer them. <laughs> <laughs> well he'll he'll i'm sure you'll answer maybe i don't fucking know <laughs> but that is a response uh several years ago and when i say several i mean we're talking a decade or so and like over 10 less than 15 years ago <laughs> yeah i i did articles for a local newspaper typically the bar buzz where you go around to bars and give reviews and everything but i got to do a few actual real articles too and one of them was cooking with beer mm -hmm. and uh, i had to interview some people and i interviewed a local brew pub chef and a not so local brew pub chef and a guy who is in uh, the homebrew group that i was in uh, mm -hmm. mike witten who i've mentioned in some of the meat episodes and some of the other yeah yeah uh, but i also because by now jody had been cooking with beer on his own interviewed jody Yes. The, the first thing I actually said was Jody Kraut, a former chef from Huntsville, because I, I kind of fibbed a little bit on what he did. <laughs> uh, well, you weren't technically wrong. <laughs> because you, because you uh, Huntsville at the time, and you did work at Olive Garden as a chef or cook. Or cook, yeah, I wasn't yeah. chef, but yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it just wasn't all at once. Right, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a mixture. Yeah. Uh, said he's researching and creating beer recipes for a book, which was not a lie because we were. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to know what your quote was? Yeah, because, fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> I go, yeah, this is, you may know the others. Uh, was, cooking with beer gives it a unique flavor, Kraut said. It puts a different spin on a recipe. It makes it more personal. Aww. <laughs> I know, isn't, isn't that adorable? <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Would you like to know what type of beer you said you preferred to use at the time? <laughs> I, I'm going to say Sam Adams Boston Lager because I don't like drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can't buy a damn mix pack <laughs> without getting at least two bottles of Boston Lager. 
All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say what you said, but I'm going to agree with you fully, and we can get that in just a second. But what you said was, crowd prefers to use a dark beer, typically a porter or stout. Oh, when when marinating pork or chicken, I'll use pale ales or wheat beers, something lighter such as Sam Adams cherry wheat on pork. Oh man, that is fantastic. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I I hate to waste a cherry wheat Sam Adams because it kicks ass. Yeah, but I have done one of your recipes with it, and it kicked ass. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was it's I, and typically that's unless I'm making chili. Typically, that's what I'll use the beer for is a marinade, instead of actually putting it in whatever the recipe is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jody has used different beers for different things because I've also used this recipe for chili, which, correct me if I'm wrong, you used a scotch ale maybe um old chub or something uh man it's been so long since i did that i yeah that may have been what it was i I know you told me about it because then i tried it and yes a scotch ale and chili gives it that little peaty flavor yeah and and depth that is fantastic it was that or it was i can't think of what all scotch ales are that i've had Huh, that's, um, that's funny. It made such an impression on me that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what, I don't. I don't remember if it was Old Chubb or I, I mean, because it could have been. I, I don't think it would have been Bellhaven because I would not have used Bellhaven for, right. to cook with because I would have wanted to drink it. Right, and maybe Old Chubb is what I used after you told me about it because I could yeah. find it where I was. Uh, it may have been like Highland Brewing out of North Carolina. Yeah, that, that could be. I think you gave me one of those. It, it was good too. I, and, and and here's the thing, I I don't write recipes down when I make them. <laughs> I I can I can tell you that you did yours different than mine, because I actually have your notes here, and you say you marinate the meat yeah. in it for several hours before you cook it. Yeah. Whereas I I did try it that way after you told me, but I have since when I make my chili, will do it normal but I will add a bit of the scotch ale just straight into the chili. That's what I did the last time I made chili was I just poured a couple of bottles of Sam Adams Boston Lager into it. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we can move on because uh, I think we could do an episode on chili. Yeah. We can leave it at that and come back to it. Yeah. Cause there's, there, there are certain things I like to do with chili. So that, yeah, that besides cook with beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so what, yeah. What else do you use uh, Sam Adams for? Because I've got one specific thing, but you, you, you can go first if you'd like. No, I mostly just the Boston Lager and Chili because Boston Lager is probably my least favorite Sam Adams. I can't, I, well, in the, yeah, using the cherry wheat pork chops, man, that was good. Yeah. Um, I can't think of too many of the other Sam Adams that I've had that I've used in cooking. Well, here, you know, while you think about it, I have two specific I use the Sam Adams Boston Lager in. Okay. And, and again, it's not a bad beer. I'll drink it. Right. But when you get the mix pack, I get it for the other things. So yeah, I, yeah. I like to cook. Um, um, oh, well, real quick. Uh, uh, bread. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You can use it to make bread with. But the, the two I use Sam Adams Boston Lager for are just brats. If I'm doing some sort of German sausage or bratwurst oh, or brat or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I, will, I will just simply put them in there with the beer and boil them mm-hmm. and uh, mussels or 
clams or oysters, whatever shellfish I can find that are in season, I will cut up some butter, put in some minced garlic, a couple of bay leaves, and instead of water, I'll use Boston lager and steam them that way, and they're they're quite kick-ass. And that way, it actually gives the broth a little extra flavor because you know you're not probably going to drink the broth, but you're going to get some in the shells, and it gives it a little extra oomph. I'll take your word for it. I I know you <laughs> and and I've told this recipe to Sam before that we've mentioned, and <laughs> both of you are like, I don't want no fucking shellfish bottom feeder motherfucking <laughs> shit, fucker. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, I'll eat shrimp, but that's pushing it. <laughs> Oh, it uh, does not work as well with shrimp, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, was just, I was actually just wondering I wonder how that would go with shrimp. Thanks uh, for telling me. Nope, it's just butter. <laughs> Some water and butter and Old Bay seasoning or something in a pot and boil it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, Personally, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously, though, if you if you like the, the oysters and clams and stuff like that, uh, then, you know, it's awesome. Just not something I am into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do add a little bit of salt, pepper, and old bay in the bottom feeders too. When yeah. I steam them. You know, teach their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you like that kind of stuff, then you know, cool. Uh, but that's that's kind of all I have for this. I mean, I I know we both have more beer cooking with beer recipes. Mm-hmm. But further episodes. Yeah. Until then, I've got nothing else. How about you? Uh. No, no, not that I can think of. Excellent. In that case, you should all go make some, well, I guess we'll get into the chili and the beer bread and other things a little more closely in another episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've got some things to make. Go try it out. Let us know. Yeah. Until then, I'm James. I'm Jody. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. All right, that'll work. <laughs> that sounds wee fantastic. Okay. Maybe you're not there. Maybe I'm not here. I'm here. Oh, there we go. Cool. I'm here. Maybe you weren't saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> Not used to that. <laughs> and we took out our acoustic guitars and just did some little blues jams. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I remember. I don't remember the actual our actual band together playing. I just remember doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Shit. I actually remember playing, but yeah. Well, where's anybody else? I don't know. Fuck them. <laughs> we may have been there early, too. And I'm sure there was Jolt Cola involved. <laughs> no, never Jolt Cola. <laughs> no. There was, uh, there was always Jolt Cola involved. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You thought you had the existential ennui. You have nothing, American pig.